That was Hextep's Gemini. You're listening to Ask Bitten on Sin with Marcy and Lily. The song show before was produced by Emma Z. Okorofa. Now, earlier in this, in, this, in this episode, I mentioned my Cray Ryan Club. Yes, you did. Did you know my Cray Ryan Club has a, has a column in my university's publication? Do they? Yes, the Farrago. Um, particularly, this column is called The Remarkable Quest of Rash and Quill. Sounds awesome. Are you going to read some of it for us? Well, yes. Because uh, edition three of, of the column has just come out. And to commemorate the occasion, also because I just want to read this out, I'll be reading my entry, which is the very first entry, actually. <coughs> ah, this won't do. Quill banged their wings on the desk, their breath haggard and ragged. One would think they'd flown a marathon, a bird's marathon, that is, two days, six leagues, and a third. Their leg wouldn't stop quivering, and their neck vein was right ready to burst. Quill's outburst caught the eye of their roommate, their best bud Radish. Radish scampered over to Quill's side and placed a paw on her shoulder. What's wrong, pal? You seem right ready to burst. Quill shrugged off the shoulder. The struggle of the poor, their eyes still lost, their brain befuddled by a maze of squiggles and symbols. I'm fine, Radish. Doesn't look like you're fine. Quill took a moment to breathe, and then another. If you really must know, I'm stressed about... My friend, that's easy to fix. We're on break. Summer break. What better time to sit back, read a book, catch a fish... You can smile, you can sing, you can do everything, especially here at the treehouse on such a bright, sunshiny day. And especially with a good friend like me. Why didn't you say so? Come on, let's go. That's, that's the thing. Quill turned their head away, their beak struggling to form the next words. I, I can't relax. To be perfectly honest, I've forgotten how. Rash was at a loss for words. How could their best friend, their fellow adventurer, have forgotten how to relax. Then again, Quibble's never the most easygoing of ravens. They'll often be big deep in poem after poem, sometimes pulling an all-nighter after all-nighter for the sake of their next anthology. Radish pouted. How could they help out with a predicament like this? Suddenly, as the heavens above had heard their plea, a light bulb went off in Radish's head. They grabbed Quill's wing and pulled them right off their chair. Where are we going? Quill asked. Why we're going adventuring to the kitchen. The rather pungent smell of rapidly boiling tea permeated through the treehouse. Quill slumped on the couch, trying with no avail to catch some Z's. Apparently, Raj's idea of an adventure was boiling up some ancient, soothing, nerve-soothing tea while Quill took a nap. Raj was at the store stove staring at, a tea, at the teapot like it was some sort of ancient artifact thousands of years old. Which it probably was, having found one of the adventures to the tea, fee, tea, to the tea fiefdom a while ago. According to Radish, the herbalist who had sold in the teapot had called it a pure relic, with a cryptic smile too. Also, Radish insisted. God, that simpleton is so easy to impress sometimes, thought Quill. Still, it was nice that Rash was going on to such efforts to help them. That cat really did care, despite the funny way they showed it. So then why was Quill so cold to them? Kettle's ready, said Radish. 
Also, it's the genie with us. Startled by his revelation, Quill hastily flew into the kitchen, and indeed, Rash was correct. Emanating from the tip of the teapot was a magnificent goat spectre, adorned with technicolor robes and the most stylish of goatee beards. The genie really was the most mesmerizing sight to our two questers. A moment or seven of silence later, the genie cleared their throat and grinned. <coughs> Why, hello there. I am mum. Now, what was my name again? It was seen that a millennia or so of slumber had left quite a bit of rust in the poor genie's memories. Can we call you Peppermint? asked Radish. Seems a cackle of the shock, thought Quill. Now, is seriously going to pick the genie's name? Why, yes, of course. What a wonderful name. The aptly named Peppermint then cleared their throat of a mighty bleat. Now, ah, uh, down to business. I'm a genie, as you may have guessed, and I grant wishes. Three of them, in fact. However, the genie raised her hoof very high, the expression growing more serious. I'm a different kind of genie. I'm what you mortals might call a wholesome genie. And so the wishes I grant must be suitably wholesome as well. Radish gasped, the cheeks turning rosy with unbridled exhilaration. Defined wholesomeness, Peppermint asked a bemused Quill. Why, generally, more or less selfless stuff. Quill groaned. Only the marvellous questers Radish and Quill could stumble upon a genie with such specific guidelines. All Quill wanted was some gems to spice um, the tree house. Or the best poems to read. Or the ability to work on the anthologies without sleep. Or, I wish that Quill relearned how to relax. Peppermint smiled. And with a wholesome wish that, indeed, doing something to help your bestie out, it warms my 5,000-year-old heart. However, while wholesome, it sadly is beyond my powers... For a start, the art of relaxing is already quite a complicated and nuanced process, and each mortal has their own special way. Not to mention how difficult your friend here found relaxing to begin with. Aww, how sad, Radish said, the head down. Quill's head was also down, more so due to the immense wholesomeness of the wish. However... I'm willing to provide you with ways to relax. Like so. Moments later, things of all kinds appeared. Books, herbal teas, soap, video games, and their respective consoles. But still, Quill sighed. All these works they had tried. All these things they had tried. None had worked. What about world peace? asked Radish. Maybe the world was more peaceful, Quill would be too. Now it was Peppermint's turn to sigh. Well, that is a nice thought. It again is beyond my power. The idea of world peace means different things for different people. One idea's, uh, one's idea of world peace could be another's worst dystopia. It really is a headache, and a sad one at that. Quill slumped to this grand despair. They didn't even want to de-stress purely for themselves anymore. They wanted to do it for Radish. And that was when the light bulb in Quill's own brain shone out like one of the many suns they encounter in their adventures. Can you provide Quill with the thing that will make them happiest? Peppermint mused for a little bit, twirling their hoof through their beard. Eventually they smiled. 
A click of a hoof later, Quill was on the ground fast asleep. Radish beamed. Aw, thanks, Peppermint. Quill's all nice and asleep, and look. Indeed, in their sleep, Quill seemed to be oddly peaceful. It really was something, well, wholesome to behold. Now your last wish, dearies, and then I'll be back in my teapot. It was Peppermint's head that stumped this time. Oh, that? For your freedom, of course. That's one of the most wholesome wishes anyone has ever made. It's up there with your friends just before. Peppermint attempted to wipe away their tears. However, their hooves did make doing a thorough job of it difficult. Seeing this, Radish offered them a tissue. Why, thank you. Now to spread wholesomeness wherever I go. After a flurry of goodbyes, the genie departed their teapot and dispersed in peppermint green flashes of light. Radish left the sweeping sleeping quill, carried them to their room, tucked them in, and turned on the favourite playlist of Beethoven and David Bowie. Taking a moment, Radish smiled before collapsing to the floor. They had practically won marathons too, after all, all for the tea-making. Wow, amazing! Well done! Why, thank you. Can you tell us a bit about the inspiration behind the story? So, firstly, I wanted something really far and out there for these characters, because as for the characters' origins, they just came to me, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, one, well, Radish is actually inspired, was inspired by my family's cat, actually. Okay. So, um, in terms of Peppermint, I wanted a genie mm-hmm. for for this particular story, and I it just... Not, about nine hops and a skip later, I had the character of of Peppermint fleshed out, including the name, which at the time I didn't occur. It didn't occur to me the the significance of the name Peppermint to where Peppermint is actually found in a teapot. Peppermint tea. Oh. But yes, um, does that answer your question? Yeah, I think so. And so there's another part to the story. Well, yes, this is part of an eight-part mm-hmm. column, and the other parts, while not relating directly to each other, they are in the same universe with the same two characters, and they're always very kooky. Okay. Like, the second one, for instance, is probably the most down-to-earth yet. It has them in a market, but it's a very kooky kind of market, nevertheless. And the third one's probably the most out there. It okay. takes them through time and space. Ooh. And and it just has some caught in between worlds and had Edgar Allan Poe in the witch-like garb doing witch-like stuff. Shame. It, Sounds yeah. hectic. Yes. <laughs> now, I must, must say, each, each story is done by a different person. So I did the first one, which you just heard. Oh, you have a different writer for each story. Yes. I see. Yep. Pop all part of the club, the claws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the characters were came from my own brain, but now these characters can be used by other people in my committee to make other fun stories and be, be part of this lovely column. That's awesome. Whose idea was it? Oh, to do the column. Yeah. My idea. Your idea. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. So you've got, what, three, no, two, two out at the moment. 
or, to read. Right, okay. The third edition just came out like the other day. Okay, and there's another five to come after that. Yes. Oh, excellent. Edition four is already in the works and is looking to be another wholesome and probably kooky piece. Okay, excellent. Lots to look forward to. Thank you. Now, in terms of our next song, we'll go to The Stars with Astronaut, also by Emma Z. Okorofo. You're listening to Arsmitten on Sin. (laughs) 